Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Hey, mamas, it's Hallie and Katie, and welcome to Between Us Moms. We are so glad that you're back with us, and we have so much to talk about today. Katie, Victoria Beckham, posh spice to grandma spice. I like it. Me too. I like it too. She's not going with that name, but she does have her grandma name ready to go. And we're going to talk about it. And our OMG of the week is going to have you rethinking your coffee order. Yes, you're going to want to hear this. But first, the cliff notes. Katie, kick us off. I have a really exciting one this week. Kaya is crawling. Yeah, girl. She's on the move. It makes me want to cry talking. (laughs) about it. She started crawling this week, the day after Valentine's Day. And if you've been at this stage, then you know crawling is literally a whole new ball game. Um, So we knew the crawling was coming because a few weeks ago, she started getting on all fours and doing this weird front and back swaying motion. I'm doing it right now. Can you see me? (laughs) I can see it. If you're watching this on YouTube, which you should, Katie's giving a very, very detailed demonstration of her rocking back and forth. (laughs) Um, Yeah, it was, it's like this funny little, like, I don't know, forward back thing. And then on the day before she turned eight months old, something just like came over her. I put this little ring game in front of her and I don't know if it was the colors of the ring, if it was the shape of the ring, she wanted to put it in her mouth. I don't know, but she just kind of took off. So now she's mobile and she's crawling like a little alligator. I don't know why, but I feel so proud. I feel like this is a really exciting milestone for a baby. It's the first time that they're kind of able to get themselves from point A to point B and to kind of reach for something that they want. It's like a little, a little tiny baby goal. Well, um, it's also kind of like the first time you feel like, okay, you're not just this little mushy thing that like a sits blob. in the corner. Right. Yeah. You're like doing stuff. Like it's, it's that first step towards being like a real little human. Yes. You know, it's, it's so, a big one. It is. It does now require me to watch every single one of her moves so that she doesn't crawl into something and bump her head, which I don't know why that's the first thing that I think of, but we are ready. Yeah. Well, we have not baby proofed yet. So we have to start doing that. Yes. And you're going to want to do it fast because it all happens. Like before you know it, she's going to be pulling herself up. That kind of happens almost a month later. Like it all, it really does. But like, what a sweet Valentine. Yeah. It was really a true week of extra love it felt like because that was so exciting we did have a really scary accident so moms don't come for me 
almost accident, I should say. We had almost a very scary almost accident. Okay. So I was changing her on the guest bed in her room. We don't have a guest room. So we have our guest bed in her bedroom. And I went to grab a different pair of pants for her, literally three steps away. And she almost crawled off the bed. And I literally leaped into superhuman mode. I jumped over the dog. I felt like Spider-Man and I caught her and she was totally fine. Yeah. I don't even think that she realized it happened, but I started crying. Oh, Katie. I was such an emotional wreck. My sister was calling me in the middle of it. I was answering it on my Apple watch and she's like, are you okay? I was like, I can't talk right now. I'll call you right back. And Jason rushed in. I was just, yeah, I burst into tears. She was totally fine. She was totally okay. But it's just a good reminder for me that now she can crawl and she will crawl anywhere. And she doesn't necessarily know boundaries yet. And here's the thing, Katie, you said, you know, moms don't come for me. As you know, we created this to be a safe space for moms, a judgment-free space for moms. And I would like to meet the mom who hasn't had a moment like that in their motherhood journey. Like there's, this is the thing that happens and we're only human. And look at what you did. You you really <laughs> flew across the room to catch your baby. I mean, you are superhuman, but you are still human. So these are the things that happen and we live and we learn and Kaya's perfect and she's great. And she's crawling only good adventures away, but don't no show no judgment to yourself. Don't cry. I mean, I get it. Show me the mom who hasn't had a moment like that. And then we can talk, but have you you had a moment like that? Uh, Katie? Yes. Shall we bring up the recent ER visit that I recently, you know, no, you've not told me about this. Oh boy. Is Dylan. Okay. Are you okay? Oh, she's great. Everyone's fine. It was, how do I really make this cliff notes? Cause it is a long story. I was at my mom and dad's house. Andrew was out of town on business and you know, I never take my eyes off Dylan, but she is such an explorer, such an investigator wants to be in everything. It is like the beauty of Dylan is that she is interested in everything, but that means mom and dad have to be extra attentive Mm -hmm. Well, mom is pregnant. Mom's exhausted. And I needed five seconds to just shut my eyes. And Dylan was in the kitchen going through my mom and dad's Tupperware. My mom actually has just upgraded to glass, but there was only plastic in there. And my mom was like, it's totally safe. When my mom travels, she keeps her medications in a small like salad dressing Tupperware. And at some point, we don't know when, uh, the small Tupperware was put back in the Tupperware container with pills in it. So, you know, blood pressure medication and vitamins. Oh my gosh. I don't look at Dylan for no lie, three minutes. And when I go back and look at her, Tupperware is everywhere, but also there are like maybe four pills on the ground. One of which had chew marks on it. And I was like, okay, what could these be? She does take a blood pressure medication that we didn't see amongst those pills. Oh my gosh. So I was like, okay, was your medication in there? She didn't know. So I call poison control. Poison control is like, listen, if it was just those vitamins and the, there was like a, if it was just those vitamins, no big deal. But if she had taken the blood pressure medication and that's a possibility we didn't know, it could be fatal. So I freak out. I take her to the ER. We spend the night there. They monitor her all night because that's the protocol. 
but it's, you know, we didn't know. And, and clearly she hadn't taken it because she was totally fine. But Dylan and I spent the night in the ER. Better safe than sorry. Yeah. So I'm just saying, Ugh, and, and I am sorry. eyes on Dylan all the time. So I'm just saying you're not alone, sister. These things happen and we just have yeah. to show ourselves grace through it. You're right. And show me the mom who is perfect. It doesn't exist. What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. CarMax is putting peace of mind back in car shopping by putting you in the driver's seat to find a ride that's right for you. Because at CarMax, we believe you shouldn't just settle for a car. You should love your car. That's why every car we sell is CarMax certified quality so you can be sure with upfront pricing that's the same for every customer. So don't settle. Find love at first drive and start shopping now at CarMax.com. CarMax, the way car buying should be. And that's why you're right. We started this to share and to make other moms feel less alone and to be a safe space to to talk about these things. So thank you for sharing that. Yes. And I'm glad Dylan's okay. She was a champ at the ER, but. Yeah. Oh, I just love her. Okay. My cliff notes, Lent has begun. And this year, yes, this year I have decided to give up scrolling social media. It is the most freeing and liberating thing I've done in a very long time, which is very telling about how much time I spend scrolling on my phone. The amount of times that my instinct is to open up my phone and just like scroll, I've had to stop myself over and over again. I am allowing myself to search certain people, to post because we are promoting this podcast and I do want to check in on certain people, but the mindless, numbless or numbing, I should say, scrolling is a terrible habit that I want to break because I find myself sometimes doing it when I'm hanging out with Dylan and these moments are fleeting. I don't want to miss them. And so I'm using Lent as an opportunity to break myself of that habit. And if you find yourself wanting a challenge, I highly suggest. That's a really good one. So now what are your rules for social media? Because it is so easy just to open up Instagram and just to scroll and scroll or to click on, for me, it's like a food recipe. Totally. And then I continue scrolling on more food recipes and then I'm saving and then I'm screenshotting. And then all of a sudden it's 9 PM and I'm like, should we make a lemon loaf right now? That totally. this weekend. So... <laughs> True story. <laughs> so what are the rules that you have? I'm just trying to set up better boundaries for yeah. myself. And I don't want to be really rigid. I just want to be better. So one is I'm trying not to open up social media when I'm with Dylan one-on-one. Mm, so good. I don't want to do that. The other thing is I'm just never scrolling. So if I open up my Instagram and like your picture is the first thing I see, I'm not going to say don't like it. I'm going to love everything you post that I see, but I'm not going to go scrolling all the accounts that I follow on Instagram. I'm not scrolling on TikTok. I will go to my account, to our podcast account and to yours. And that's really it. 
Um, and that's sort of what I'm doing. And I, I'll search, like if, if I know someone, a friend is up to something and they're promoting something and I want to show them love, I won't be hard on myself. I'll search their account. I'll go directly to it. I'll leave a loving message in the comments and then I'm out. So it's felt really good. It's only been a week, but I highly suggest if anyone wants to join me on this journey, I'd love to have you. Um, yeah. So it's been fun. That's a good idea to give that up for Lent. Love that. Yeah, Good one. Okay. My next one is very quick, but I bought clip and bangs off Amazon. No veto. So I was, (laughs) I was inspired by Taylor Swift's cute ponytail at the Super Bowl. I think she looked great. I love her bangs. And I was like, I'm not ready to just blindly get permanent bangs. The last time I think I had true bangs, I was maybe in third grade unless you count the baby hairs that start growing in when you're seven months postpartum. I'm sure you can see them right here. Yep. You have them too. Yeah. Um, But anyways, I bought clipping bangs. And when I tell you they were atrocious, they were bad, bad, worse than an eighties haircut, bad. The color did not match the weird clip showed. So maybe I did it wrong. They did not lay flat. They were like sticking straight out. And no. now I'm a little bit sad about it because I feel like I wanted a cute bangs mom cut. And I don't know if this gave me gave me a false glimpse of what it would look like or what, but yeah, they were not good. I guess the lesson here is don't buy hair on Amazon. Please tell me you documented this lovely bang moment. You know what? I wish I had, but they were so bad. And they came in this weird black fishnet packaging that I immediately unclipped, put them back in the Amazon packaging and did my return code on my phone. I still haven't actually returned them. They're just sitting by the door. It was really bad. They were like a reddish. Yeah. It was just so bad. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, don't return. Yeah. I don't know. You know what? I'm not, I'm not opposed to bangs. It's fake hair bangs. So yeah, that's my. You can still have your cute mom bang moment. I, I, I'm not here to discredit that. Let's... Well, they look so good on Taylor, right? Like bangs look good on Taylor Swift. But here's the thing that women need to remember, and this is a PSA for everyone: when you take a picture into the salon of a celebrity with great hair, they have great hair because they're paying an ass ton of money to have someone style their hair to look great. Yeah. Left to their own devices their bangs probably don't look so great when she's sweaty and like, you know, in humidity, you know, Taylor's bangs don't look good. So let's dive into our segment, the tea, shall we? There is so much going on in Hollywood, especially with the moms this week. So we kind of have a lot to talk about, starting with Halle Bailey, who just shared side-by-side photos of when she was pregnant with her son, Halo, and what looks like a picture of present day. Um, she's wearing the same outfit, this pink outfit in one picture, she's pregnant in the other, she's holding a picture of her son, Halo. And we know she announced the birth of her son in January. Uh, she shares her son with her boyfriend who's rapper DDG and she looks great. We know she gave birth in 2023. We don't know exactly when, but homegirl looks fire. And I think this is an um, important thing to talk about because everyone's postpartum pictures are different. Everybody's Uh 
body heals totally differently. And she looks fire. Like she looks so great, but some people take their postpartum pictures. I'm one of those. And I was like, Ooh, I got a long way to go. And yeah. I think it's just a good reminder that people's bodies heal differently, yeah. but I love seeing the before and the after. And I love the honesty. Me too. And I, you're right. I mean, I think that we all have to be really careful. I think when we share those photos, I think you can be really proud of your progress. I think you can be so proud of your body for having gone and you should be so proud of your body for welcoming life into the world because it is no easy feat and it really is a miracle. And I think we just need to show ourselves grace in the aftermath, no matter how long it takes. And if ever your body, your body will probably never look the same is the truth. Mm -hmm. But I think there has been this history of the snapback culture and like how fast can we bounce back? And we had Heidi on the podcast and I loved what she said about, I just changed my priorities. It wasn't about that anymore. It was about being strong mm -hmm. in my own time. And I loved that. I think we have to really just allow ourselves that healing period and yeah. If you're proud of your body, share those photos. But I think it is important to think about how it's going to be received by yeah. other well, women who may not have had that. Exactly. And also I feel like so many people who do this, and I don't know that, I don't think Hallie did this, but also don't edit those after pictures. Yes. Like that is a big one. People are face tuning and cinching in their waist or, mm -hmm. or they're getting plastic surgery and not revealing that. And they're like, Oh, I snapped back. But it's like, well, tell us how you did it. Right. Tell us if you had help. That's right. And here's the thing. If you want to get plastic surgery after baby Godspeed, honestly, I'm not ruling it out for myself. Like if that's what you want to do, I fully endorse support and love you through it. I think it is important to be honest and disclose and not let people feel like this is totally. just normal healing after birth because it's not. And also what I think is really, I think worth talking about with Hallie is she kept her pregnancy a secret. I mean, a kind of poorly kept secret. We all kind of knew she was pregnant. How do you feel about this new trend? Like Kylie Jenner did it. Uh, Ed Sheeran and his wife, Cherry did it. Chrissy Teigen and John Legend did it. A lot of people now are keeping their pregnancy a secret until the baby is here. What do you think about that? I love it. I think do you, and that's your news to protect and it's your news to share. And when you feel like you want to share, or if you feel like you never want to share, mm -hmm. that is on you and up to you and your partner. And I, I think that's like the thing that's in for 2024 is, yeah. is like keeping that stuff personal. Cause it is personal. It is. And it is such a precious season. And I think, especially as a public figure, the second you make that information known, everyone is really invested and everyone is hunting you down and wanting all the secrets and like, is it a boy? Is it a girl? And I think there is something really special about keeping that information just private between you and your loved one. What is interesting is a lot of these celebrities who have kept it a secret are people who have had loss, which I also think is interesting, or I've had trouble conceiving like Paris Hilton or um, Rebel Wilson. I think that's also interesting. You and I can relate to that. Just sort of the trauma of disappointment and loss also makes it scary to share the news. Yeah. I think that's one of the biggest things 
it's like once you've experienced loss, you're always waiting for the other shoe to drop or you're waiting for that bad news. And so you want to protect the specialness and the hope almost as much as possible um, until you feel ready or until you feel like this is really happening. And it's hard to get to that point after you've had loss. 100%. Sad as that sounds. Okay. Some funny news. Victoria Beckham, AKA Posh Spice, is not ready to become a grandmother just yet. So she was asked if she's ready to become a grandma during a recent interview with Vogue, which isn't really that far out of the realm of of possibility. Her son, Brooklyn, is married to Nicola Peltz, and they're in their mid-20s. They've both talked about wanting kiddos. I think Brooklyn joked in an interview that he wants 10 kids. But Victoria was shocked by the question, and she said, Jesus, what? Woo, hang on. I don't think it's happening just yet, unless you guys know something I don't. It's not happening just yet. And then when she talked about if she wants to be called grandma, she brought up a conversation that she had with Vogue editor Anna Wintour, who is also so posh. She said that she asked Anna, what do your grandchildren call you? And she said, Anna, which is just so... Anna Wintour, by the way. And Victoria was like, well, that is very elegant. So maybe I'll take that route. So she does not want to be called grandma. She just wants to be called Victoria. I love that journey for her. What are your thoughts? It is wild because she was a young mom Mm -hmm. in her mid, I think that almost the same age that Brooklyn is She's 49. Yeah. So she had him, I think when she was 24 or 25 and he's now around that age. Yep. Yeah. So you can't be too surprised if you're going to be a young grandma. The math is mathing here. Like you are a young mom, young grandma. And honestly, I really do think that it probably isn't that far off. I really think that Brooklyn is very in love. And I think he has talked about wanting to be a young dad and he's clearly very much influenced by his parents' romance and their story. And I think it's probably closer than mm-hmm. thinking. She's ready so, for Did you watch their Netflix docuseries? Love. I loved it too. Love. In a whole new way, especially her. I think she took so much heat in the press for so long. And I feel like the docuseries, if you guys haven't watched it, go watch it. It really humanizes her. And it's funny. Like she's funny. So funny. She's really funny. I think she has, I love her. So guys- forgive me, but she sort of has that like resting bitch face a little bit. And I think she's even said that, but I actually think she's like a lovely woman, obviously incredibly talented, but she is so funny. And I think it's sad that we haven't known that side of her earlier, but I'm so glad they let us into their home and into their life enough that we really got to see their dynamic. They are kind of couple goals, honestly. And when you say house, I hope you mean compound because that mm-hmm. house was literally like a castle. And one more thing on this, she yes. had four C-sections. Four. Yes. Whoa. I, when I tell you my jaw on the floor. I don't remember that. Yeah. She talked about having C-sections with her kids Whew. and yeah, I love her. Yeah, I love her just for that. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. 
conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All right, next up we have to talk about Amy Schumer because she is firing back at the trolls online who are making comments about her appearance. She's promoting season two of her Hulu show, Life and Beth, and she appeared on The Tonight Show and Good Morning America. And after those appearances, people online started really trolling her, saying that she looked like, quote, puffy. And... I think her response was incredible. She went on Instagram and she kind of dropped the mic, honestly, just saying, thank you so much for everyone's input about my face. I've enjoyed feedback and deliberation about my appearance as all women do for almost 20 years. And you're right, it's puffier than normal right now. She went on to explain that it's the result of endometriosis. She's saying that she has some medical and hormonal things going on, but she's okay. And she kind of redirects the conversation, just saying like, I hope you guys can focus on this project that I've starred in, written in, directed or produced. You know, it's just this conversation that about women's bodies and appearances, uh, where are we? What time is it? Like, how is this still a thing? I think you hit the nail on the head. It's like, why do people constantly feel like they can comment and almost bully other people for their appearance. And I think this is a really good reminder that we have no idea what other people are going through. We have no idea what health things people are experiencing in any given moment. And I think it's really important to show people grace. And I, I feel like, and I know she said this in the caption that she did not even need to justify why her appearance was the way it was like, we do not need to justify ourselves. We do not owe anybody an explanation for why things are happening. I mean, I know, and you know, it's like when you go through fertility treatments, like you gain weight, like you're bloated because you're injecting so many hormones. And I can't even imagine if people were there whispering, talking about me behind my back, like, Ooh, what's going on. And you don't want to give them an explanation like, oh, well, actually I'm injecting myself with XYZ hormones every single morning, but thanks for asking. Right. And it's like, when, when are we going to learn not to do that? Right. I think we should all make it a practice to, instead of focusing on the negative, think like, damn, this woman is a boss. Look what she's accomplished. Look what she's doing. She's a mom. She's a wife. She's a boss. And let's praise her instead of using energy to spread hate and negativity. It's so gross. And I just want to say, Amy, we love you. And we think you're the shit. Side note really fast. Did you ever watch Trainwreck? Loved it. Okay. I had never seen Trainwreck until I think it was last week. Jason made me watch Trainwreck. It was so funny. And LeBron James can act. I know. I also didn't realize he was in that movie. Yeah. Big, yeah. Big fan. I love it. All right, guys. It is now time for OMG of the week. This is where we talk about something that really made us say, oh my gosh. If you've ever gone to a restaurant, a deli, the grocery store, you've seen Coffee Mate. Any, literally anytime you go to a restaurant and you order a coffee, they bring you a little tiny cup with Coffee Mate creamers in it. Um, but did you know that coffee made is banned in a lot of countries? I did not know that. I am shocked. I feel like at my parents' house over the holidays when we stay there, they literally have coffee made 
like holiday flavors, like they'll have the pumpkin spice one, or they'll have some sort of like fun vanilla flavor or some sort of eggnog flavored coffee mate. But it's actually banned in Austria, Hungary, Norway, Denmark, Iceland, because it has hydrogenated oil in it. So I went down this crazy rabbit hole and I was like, what what is hydrogenated oil? Why is it banned so many places? But here it feels like candy on the street. So I guess according to the Mayo Clinic, trans fat is the worst type of fat a human can eat. It raises bad cholesterol. Um, It increases your risk of heart disease, diabetes, heart attack, and stroke. It's the fat. Yeah. Right. Um, And yeah, it's in a lot of non-dairy coffee creamers um, and it's definitely in coffee mate. And I feel like there needs to be something done about this. Like finally, I think in California, they're banning red 40 food dye. It's time to maybe ban coffee mate, or I I just feel like the word needs to get out there that this stuff is bad. I just got to tell you guys, my entire Instagram algorithm is about how toxic our food is in this country. And it's alarming. Skittles are banned in other countries. Uh, Cereals, Fruit Loops. I mean, the ingredients that we use and add to our food. And the scary thing is a lot of this food is geared towards children. Mm-hmm. The marketing is towards children. It's really terrifying. And it's so hard because it's almost like you have to be your own advocate because the people who are supposed to be doing it aren't protecting us. No. And how it's do you get how, how do we change stuff like this? Like, are we calling senators and who even has time to do that? Can they even do anything about it? Is it the Isn't that their job? It is, you would think. And right. it's, it's really disgusting to be quite honest. I saw this thing on my, and so I feel like our Instagram algorithms must be really similar because I saw, it was like a carousel of pictures of different lunches at different schools in different countries. I saw that too. You saw it. And the one in the U S looks like actual prison food. Like there's no color to it. It just looks like giving our children poison. And then you go to Italy and it's like vibrant and fresh and there's salads and the bread looks like it was made that morning. Yeah. It's just very scary and sad. So coffee mates out guys. If we're keeping track, Skittles, Twinkies, Kraft macaroni and cheese. The list goes on and on. On to happier news. This week's Mama We Love goes to Vanessa Bryant. She, her husband, Kobe Bryant, died in 2020. And she has continuously shown up to be this strong, wonderful woman for her daughters. And most recently was Valentine's Day. She continued a tradition that her husband started and sent her girls flowers from their dad. It makes me teary-eyed because I can't imagine what she's gone through and how hard this journey has been, but I have been so impressed by her and the way she keeps his legacy alive for them, the way she continues to talk about him and and keep his memory alive. It's really, really admirable. As you were talking, I also felt, I feel like I'm going to cry right now. I felt really teary-eyed because I can't imagine losing the love of your life. And it's like, she also lost her Valentine, right? Like who's sending her flowers from Kobe, but yet here she is thinking about her daughters and putting them first and putting their emotions and their feelings first and making sure that they understand just how much their dad loved them. And I, I feel like that's really special. Yeah. We love you. 
you are an inspiration and forever a mama we love. Yeah. All right, guys. Thank you so much for tuning in this week. On Friday's episode, we have another special guest, Barbie Blank. She is so fantastic. She's been really open and honest about her fertility journey. And she opens up like never before uh, sharing moments and personal stories of, of what she went through. She is now a mama to two twins. So make sure to tune in as we dive into that. Thank you again for listening. We love you. And remember, motherhood is a sisterhood.